The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. from Twitch and Facebook and YouTube and from our living room D&D caves. It's us, the uh, Fabella Five. Hey, everyone that is uh, jumping in now that is going to be viewing us live. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. If you're listening to this on the rerun or replay, hey, you could have been here live and uh, catch in with all the antics that happen. But you were not. So make sure that you hit that subscribe and reminder button and notification on your phone. So that next time, uh, next week when we go live, you're alerted so that you're going to be here for it. Uh, I'm your Dungeon Master, Anthony Mullen. And this is Podcasters, the tabletop gaming podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Before we get into tonight's session, we're going to try and drag it out a little bit for uh, before our uh, Dragonborn barbarian friend joins us in. We're going to do a little bit of uh, quick promos beforehand. Ooh, promos. Now, first off, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to jump in and be a little greedy, a little selfish, and just let everyone know. If you haven't yet, check out Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. It's a podcast I do uh, with Chris Chavez, another uh, good friend of mine, and he has multiple podcasts on his, and as well as a brother of Danny Chavez. Uh, <laughs> but... Check out Chris and Anthony, Just Can't Stop. It's basically anything and everything uh, from movie reviews to music reviews to reaction videos to uh, mindless bullshit, um, random questions and concerns that Chris will throw my way. Uh, they're actually really funny. The most recent uh, question he threw at me, and hey, let me pass it on to all of you. If you had to have either your leg, a leg or a arm, I'm sorry, either a foot or a hand removed, what would it be? You could choose which one, but you're either losing a hand or a foot. Foot, oh, foot, easy. foot, 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 easy, easy. No, foot all day. No, no prosthetics, no by the way. What? No prosthetics. That's fine. So no fake Just foot. Peg leg count. Technically, there was no peg leg involved in the scenario that I was offered. It is just a. So instead of like instead of like a pirate's hook, can I do the same like cap thing with one of those like uh, grocery cart wheelie things and wheel myself around like Gizmo Duck? Wait, what? So so <laughs> I lose a foot. Yeah, but so you so you know how pirates hooks they got the 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 cap thing on and yeah. the hook. So yeah. instead of the metal hook, you get one of the the wheels from a grocery cart. So now I've got no. a wheel wheelie foot, and I can no. no? No, I still, still crutches, crutches or wheelchair. Those are your choices. Uh, if you're, can if I you're use like a, a tiny Tim crutch? I'll only see around Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> only <at> Christmas specifically. <laughs> yeah, oh, keep it nice. Okay, okay. Foot. It's funny. It's funny. You all say foot. Uh, almost everyone else that we were asking all said hand, apart from our friend uh, Jim, who does Out of the Shadows with Chris. And uh, Chris uh, or Jim said it was you know. Couldn't play guitar, couldn't do, uh, you know, re- relearn everything with, with one hand. And I'm like, no, that's exactly what I'm thinking. It's less muscle memory I have to remember to use. But, last, 
those kind of antics and those kind of questions are what I'm tossed on. Chris and Anthony just can't stop. So check out more of that kind of content. Yeah, like Will Ferrell at Talladega Nights. He's like, I don't know. What to don't do know what to do with my hands. Just put it down. Put it down. Uh, check out Chris and Anthony. Just can't stop. Uh, sorry, I have a little uh, cut that's bleeding. Y'all are gonna see that throughout the day. Um, let's say, Danny, what's something good that you have? No. Sorry, what? Danny, what's something fun that you can uh, push in promo? Uh, something you're working on? A uh, is there an art project you're pushed? You're currently drawing? Um, are a couple actually. I started painting um, Howard, so it's not in this room, unfortunately. I've had to leave and go to my living room. Uh, but I got that going on. I have commission of a uh, Phantom of the Opera piece I'm working on, and then I'm just trying to practice my digital drawing. I got a like a tarot piece I'm working on. Oh, very and then, interesting. Uh, I have to catch up on Sword Temper because I came across that. I thought it was pretty freaking rad, so I thought I would try it out. Nice. So I got the first two days. I'm behind three. Uh, you'll catch up. Um, uh, let's go. Mark, what's something fun that you want to pr- push and promote? Any work you're working on? By the way, real uh, quick, hold on. Danny, where do they get? Where do they reach out to you to get the commissions at if they need to pay you to draw something? Um, yeah, you can message me on Facebook or Instagram, Ratfink Arts. That's R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. Or if you know where I live, just come knock on my door. All right. We'll be now, Mark. <laughs> um, nothing really I'm, I'm working on, but I'll, I'll push and promote um, Cookies and Cream again this week because I, I still have not gotten through my birthday box of cookies. So we'll, we'll talk about Cookies and Cream. Uh, you can add them at Cookies and Cream Sarasota right there um delicious cookies that are giant the size of your head and i'm I'm still working my way through them i'll probably be snacking on them tonight awesome flavors i think this week eric's got cereal inspired cookies so they're like mixed in with like i don't know like crunch berries and other cereal goodies or they taste like a certain cereal and i like cereal Uh, yeah that's about it so I'll keep these out because I'll probably be uh, snacking on those. So. Nice. Very nice. And Tony. Oh, man, you're killing push. So oh. I don't have anything relevant right now, but just to switch it up because everyone else is switching it up a little bit. Um, I'm going to promote an old project that I'm always kind of on the fence of bringing back. Uh, that is Terrarium Mart. If you are not familiar I'm pulling mm-hmm. up the Instagram right now. And basically the idea is I make hand-sized Pokeball terrariums. Here's a cool one. You can see that. Oh, is, nice. that is that visible? Is that yep. a little flare yeah. that's in there? The Vaporeon. Vaporeon. We got the Umbreon, I think that is. Espeon. Espeon. A lot of Eevees Espeon. in a row. What? Look at that fire. Look at that fire. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. That's, that's uh, one of the con setups from before COVID. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, something I used to do in my spare time, you know, kind of little side hustle. Um, the, the factory has been closed, so to say for a while, but I'm, I'm kind of always thinking about bringing it back, but spare time has of course been an issue, but Hey, you know, the world's opening back up. I might be at a con near you. So keep an eye out for Terrarium Mart or on Facebook. I believe it's Terrarium Mart Buffalo. Keep an eye on out everyone. Keep an eye on out. Yeah. Keep an eye out, everyone. Both my hands to make terrariums. There you go. See, that's Don't why that's why you have to keep the hands. And I just... I'll be good. <laughs> and I'm just doing a little change of room. Don't you? 
I, 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 need two hands, I need two hands to drink, so I, I couldn't lose that. Yep. I need the Speak, big gulp. Speaking of drink, <laughs> soda stream today. Soda stream. Yeah. Love me my energy drink fix that I can just make from the comfort of my home. You Did you get the sugar-free? Zero calories. It's awesome. Yeah, it's the one. It's like a sugar-free Red Bull. Just you, a lot you cheaper. Can, you can spruce it up a little if you get some of those Mio squirt drops. So after you add in the uh, sugar-free thing, you can mm-hmm. squirt and you can get like Blue oh. Thunder or Cherry Red Bull. Rojo like, Toro. Ro- Rojo Toro, yeah. The real one. Oh! Speaking of sugar-free, I have been on a Mike and I kick. And yes, that is a 1.8-pound bag. Um, That's it's, not, it's not sugar-free. It is no judgment. It's full of sugar, but these things are amazing. They're in no way our sponsor, but I just want to throw that out there. Do you prefer the mics or the Ikes? Which one do you like better? Um, I kind of like the middle part, the Ick part. The okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think with that, everyone, let's jump into the game. So, um let me see let me see we got need. let me see let me see if we get a, a generalized eta real quick before we jump right into it if possible well but. while you're researching that we can definitely talk about uh kaimon a fantastic game that's being produced by dct industries industries because dreams do come true and if <laughs> you like tabletop gaming like warhammer and other things with hexagons and little minis but you also like card games like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon, Kaimon is the game for you. It combines both worlds, meshed together nicely, and our friend Finks down below, well, at least on my screen, he's below, um, has, has played or helped test develop, is involved with it, and could probably tell you more. Yeah, sure. Uh, my title officially is the ideas guy. So I am uh, kind of around for the design process and kind of play testing, bouncing things off of me. So I've had not to say uh, full full vision of everything coming out of Kaiman, but I have definitely been a part of a lot of it. Um, so we're we're preparing for a uh, two player battle box that's going to be uh, usable as either a competitive team of five with uh, two substitutions. Um, or a 3v3 casual box that you can split. And there's going to be two different boxes. So you can uh, pick up the casual or the competitive version, challenge your friends. And uh, that's kind of the, the opening set. And then kind of, kind of keep an eye out for, for more uh, distributions of new guys. We're not really 100% sure on the distribution model just yet. So keep an eye on it. Pick your favorite starter. And uh, I don't know. Start talking, uh, start talking smack about the people who picked the wrong box. We want this thing to be competitive. Hell yeah. Okay. So no ETA yet, but figured let's get into this now. When uh, Morgor joins us, Morgor will join us. We'll, we'll leave it up to the, to, the, to the dice and to fate to see how uh, badly you guys get your butts whooped tonight by whatever I have planned. As you can all see, we are running without our rogue. Ricky, he currently has other plans tonight, which I was like, you know, it's okay. I guess you can take, take a break off from this. You are a busy man. Uh, just kidding. He, he just has some prior engagements, but we're going to roll without him. So where we last left off, the party having picked up the day, uh, 
following the incident in the tent with Jarrell and the undead Chimera, which Finks apparently had destroyed. Mm-hmm. Take him. Super easy. Cannon. There was two there was two chimeras, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and you have you had all uh made connection with Remus after finding him being at, at the very top of the tent of one of the tightrope walker uh tightrope uh, almost as if he'd be been magically placed there with no memory for calling it you all was that you all Finks was the one that had snuck off attempting to look for Jarrell and instead ran into Kelna their halfling rogue friend from Brinespell back in Fabala. She had said that she was looking for Jarrell and attempting to take him down and followed him to a carnival. In hiding, she has been keeping rest and watch from an abandoned cart that she has made her home, impersonating one of the helpers at the carnival. His, and uh, you all were offered you know, safety to be able to sleep there and rest for the night. You all did. Met up with Morgor the following morning while Howard and Kelna went off and had retrieved some breakfast. Coming back, you've decided to go after Jarrell, who Howard would have told the rest of the party had taken a few had taken a few guests. I'm sorry, not guests. Had taken a few uh, goblin workers back to his tent to discuss some antics and foolhardy, foolhardy uh, mischief to make sure that nothing would go on as planned for the night's show. Kelna let you all know that Jarrell is generally guarded by a sweeping of owl bears. He always has his two guards, Barbados and Holly watching standing guard near him. And that two children had been taken. Two children? Crap, my notes. Two children have been taken? Crap, I don't have their names written down. And you found this out from a raven that Maximus was speaking to, uh, known as Brawlston the Old. Uh, Maximus, did I give you the names of the children? I don't believe so. I think you just said there were three young ones. Three young ones. There we go. 
we'll pick up there. What are you all doing? It's morning. You're all eating some bacon, eggs. Have a heads up from uh, Morgor. He's be here in a few moments. So, um, Thinks is kind of playing around with that goat head, trying to figure out if there's a way he could do the same with like an elf, you know, speak elvish. He's just making a arcana check. Um, that's a four. I was gonna say with disadvantage, but we're good, I guess. Um, I mean, you're not really the wizarding type, thinks. Yeah, but the, uh, you know, worst case scenario, it's a puppet, sock puppet. Worst case, of course, yeah. I mean, you could use it as a puppet, but. As you're as you're holding it and just kind of pondering it, there's a you you all hear it come from Finks's mouth, just talking to it. Finks, are you going to name that? Uh, no. Okay. Should I? Then we should call him Kevin. 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 That's going to get confusing. Do we know another Kevin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a key. <laughs> Sometimes he's a knife. I don't know if you've been introduced to him. Remus has him. I look around for Remus. See there? You, uh, you see Remus is sitting down next to all of you, but he is currently passed out. You all enticed in your own dealings and preparation of... Uh, an anticipated uh, anticipation of combat. You see Remus, the uh, just kind of slumped, passed out deep in slumber. Hmm. Poor guy must have had a hard night doing uh, carnival tricks. We'll let him sleep for now. What about Barbara? Yes. I kind of like charm. Because it would go with your weasel or rat or whatever it's called. Gerbil. It would be lucky, lucky. And, and charm. Please use respect when referring to the superior officer of the Grim Room clan. Oh, my, my bad. I look at Maximus and kind of glare at him. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> then I kind of whisper to Howard, I've been watching this Maximus. I think he's trying to eat Luggy. No, I think keep I saw him. him. I think I saw him staring at Lucky earlier. I'll mm. keep an eye out. Thank you. He's just bones. He's just bones. I'm not going to eat bones. We'll grow back. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> That's what every cat says. So. Oh. Speak of a demo. Oh no. Oh no. I need you all to make death. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is Mor- why is Morgor fighting us? What do we do? <laughs> nope. 
So Morgor, as I said, everyone picks up the, uh, you're all picking up the sitting around discussing the plan of attack for Jarrell. You're all eating your breakfast. And right now you all can visibly see that Remus is clocked out, leaning on his, leaning uh, on his back against the cart. Kelna is inside uh, getting ready for the day. She's let you all know she'll be right out. You hear a, what the hell was that strap and the armor? And she's just kind of mumbling to herself from inside the cart. So Hmm. I'm thinking, I don't know if we want to wait until the carnival when Jarrell won't have as much protection. Or do we try to lure him out some way? We lure him out and we take care of this before the carnival. Then we get to watch the carnival and not have to worry about it. So there's that. Yeah, because I can't take his uh, his showmanship. He kind of sucks. We need a new ringleader in there. Hmm. Ah, we can take him out before the carnival, and then I can run the ring, and I can do the circus. This would be fun. I like this. Maximus is for it. Yes. Morgor. We can let you destroy the barrels. We'll set up a whole presentation for you. Morgor, be strongman in Carnival. There you go. I like where this is going. What about you, Kelna? There's no response. Make everyone, I want perception checks from everyone. Sixteen. Seven. Sixteen. Oh, what you got, Howard and Morgor? Uh, Ten for me. No. Natural 20. Morgor. Morgor and uh, 16 was from Finks. That was me, yeah. You both, uh, being next to kind of Remus, hear a how as a body falls to the ground from within the cart almost like a body hitting the floor i investigate you open up the door into kelna's cart you see her clocked out on the ground in almost a uh, just a lump position of like her legs are uh just looks like she basically collapsed on the spot and just dropped uh, does she look injured? Can I make a medicine check? Make a medicine check. You, you don't make many medicine checks, I feel. No, I'm not a good cleric. Seven? <laughs> Seven. Um, you, you see that she's breathing. There's no wounds, no stab wounds on her. Yeah, I'll try to wake her up. Or shake her, wake her up. What you doing to wake her up? You're just shaking her? Just or... Shake her and you know, maybe if there's a water nearby. No, wait, she wears makeup, right? Isn't she like in like clown makeup? Yeah, she got like the white yeah, makeup. Then. Right. No, I'll, I'll just shake her. Okay. 
Nothing. No response. All right, then I'll burn a spell. Cure wounds. Okay. She is unresponsive as you burn cure wounds. Eight eight health if it matters. Okay. All right, I'll uh, look around to see if there's anyone in here. Make an investigation check. You all see Finks is inside now. The door is open to the cart. Unless Kinks, Finks, not Kinks, (laughs) Finks, uh, you're trying to keep it discreet and shut the door behind you. Not particularly. Um, 11 for investigation, though. Okay. Uh, looking up and around the uh, room, you see the piles of armor and weapons that are stacked and stuffed off to the side are uh, just kind of tumbling over. You see the uh, windows on the other, on the opposite side of the cart is uh, almost has a blackened parchment paper and has been trying to like cover it up so no one could peek in. Uh, you, you do find surprisingly a potion of sort uh, that you may here I'll say it's not a potion it's a vial with some color and the liquid it has a thicker uh, viscous um, not thicker viscous a thicker uh, text, uh, consistency that you kind of slosh it around gives All a right. potion qualities traits is this for medicine or something like what, what am I looking at Help! Uh, you're holding like a vial, and it's got a uh, colors. It's a uh, blue, blue-looking uh, vial, and it's got a little bulbous bottle to it, almost like a potion bottle. But all right, I'll I'll test it. Basically, little, don't little don't assume taste. it's a potion, is what I'm saying. I want to make a sample taste. Make a sample taste, a <clears throat> little bit. Does it look familiar to any kind of other blue potions I would have had previously? Yes, that's actually really funny. Say that. So as Finks goes to kind of taste this potion, you open wait, wait, it. Wait, wait, and... wait, wait. I tell Finks. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna drink it. You just taking a sip still, or are you like? I'll just smell it. Sit. All right, smelling. Um, a little bit that kind of gets up to your nose. It has a, a raspberry, uh, kind of almost smell to almost like a. Uh, it's like a, almost like a cotton candy raspberry scent. And there's this like shimmering flakes inside of the potion. Howard, Howard for himself, doesn't he? This looks like one that you had purchased from the previous day. Okay. Not purchased, had acquired. Do you put do you put any like into your body or to taste it, or are you only smelling? No, things? if he says no, I'll I'll wait. I'll hear him out. Okay. Well. I don't know exactly what it is. I th- it's very similar to the other one that talked to me, I believe. Is that similar to the one that was calling my name from like days no. ago? No, this is the one that is similar to the one that you had purchased. Yes. Okay. The one that was talking to you was just a darker, uh, rich blue that had like swirls gotcha. to it and a little bit of smoke and shadows. This one looks more of like a looks like the one that you had purchased yesterday the car like at the in the big tent mm-hmm. and this is more or less a uh, like has has almost like a fruity drink mixed to it got like some little bit of shimmer to it and thanks you know, that may smell like berries but i'm pretty sure it's laced you don't want to drink that as a matter of fact hand it over to me i'll take it all right i'll toss it to him okay take the potion mm-hmm. put that in my little satchel 
you can mark that you have two of those now. Sweet. Uh, yeah, but Kelna, she fell down, and I don't know. I'm going to look at her up. face. Does it look like she took a sip of the potion? Make an investigation check. Nine. Looking over at her face, you don't see any like blue drizzle from her mouth at all. You see uh, there's a big hunk of bacon sticking out of her mouth as she was chewing. I knew it. The bacon's bad. I need all of you to make constitution saving throws for me, please. Dun, dun, dun. 14. Eight. Uh, 10. Even if we're outside, we got to make it too? Yes, please. Uh, 10. 14, 8, 10, and 10. Okay. You all fall asleep and pass out unconscious. Good game, guys. Yep. PK. See you next Sunday. Start rolling new characters. I'm kidding. Azoth is a vegan. He wouldn't have fell for this. <laughs> he loves his animals. I don't know if that's true at all. <laughs> you all come to in a smoky haze. It's more so just your consciousness. It's your consciousness at this point that's coming to clarity kind of think of like when you're waking up from after the uh fallout bomb that blows up and you're just kind of like waking up and it's all mist and hazy and you're trying to take in the surrounding you're all sitting laying standing however you may be you may wish to say that you'd be coming to in a deserted circus tent, very similar to the one from the day before. But it looks different. This one has black, pitch dark shades of red that streak down the side that's offset with these infernal black looking chains that dangle down the uh, seams in between uh, in between it so it's more like instead of uh, just like some roping that's kind of connected by the the tent like material this like some black iron wrought chains that dangles um you see them uh it's 50 foot wide uh by see look it up 75 feet tall you all can hear a cackling <laughs> um, the voice keeps shifting and changing the t- the <laughs> good uh, my champion <laughs> i have a game to test to see if you are worthy <laughs> 
I restrained at all? Try to move your hands. You're not restrained. Looking around at the tent, you don't see an entrance either. You don't see an exit. This is a single circular tent that you're all in the center of. Morgor, you hear, hearing to you from inside your head, you're all hearing this internally in your psyche. It was hard to locate you. But slaying the monstrosity has perked my interest. You hear a different tonal shift. Yes. I would like to see if you're worthy. (laughs) A game. As you've all been Interesting to watch individually. Let's see how you do against a real challenge. As you hear it, almost a fire is uh, almost like the the, the sound of uh, fire being blasted from cannons and torches. Just emanating from the sky of the tent. As you hear the call of a dragon in the distance. Morgor. Oh, that you're worthy for my gifts. As you feel your uh, wings go kind of pop and protrude out from your back, Morgor. Um, Any of you that are now just come, coming to can see through the haze that the smoke clears away and the sandy uh, dirt earth that you thought that you thought you were standing on blows away and it is black ashen sand brimstone in color and you all can smell this fire the smoke and the eternal screams from around you you all can perceive that it is now significantly warmer than before. Did you guys get wings too? I didn't. I check. Nah. Uh, can I make a religion check to see if uh, Tiamat gave me the wings? Please do. Can I just look at my dragon hand? I'm just like, Still got this. <laughs> uh, 15. 15? Yes. As you go to kind of, you could feel this, the stalks of the wings just kind of protruding up. You, as you feel them, you can feel there's this uh, fire burning from the emblem on your chest. Okay. So Morkor's the only guy that heard the voice, or did we all hear the voice? You all hear heard a voice speaking and and kind of growling. It was in a, a draconic. Actually, no. Um, actually, want to be draconic. What languages do you all know to hear, not read? I know draconic, infernal, and primordial. Okay, you heard it. Abyssal, common goblin, and infernal. You heard it. 
abyssal common deep speech and infernal you heard it hey goat and goblin (laughs) (laughs) you don't hear this uh it is an infer it is an infernalish uh tongue that's got who else speaks draconic as well i do okay just you um there are parts of the speech that cut in and out for maximus and howard and they're more of like a gargly kind of roar uh, uh, dialect, but it's a mixture of draconic and infernal that you're all hearing. There's a moment of a flashing white hot burst of light. And there are these flames that kind of burn up on the sides of the top of the tent And as they burn away, you see five holes start to burn open. And on five of the tops, you see perched are five dragons on part of the beams. A blue, white, red, green, and black. You see the red ones start talking. Yes, more gore. Show us, do you deserve to be our queen's champion? The green one starts speaking. Please test your might, as they say. (laughs) I wish it was scripted. It's not. (laughs) You claim to be the chosen one. How dare a dragonborn claim authority over the pure races of dragon kind? There's a from the white dragon just as a white uh, frost shoots off. I was going to slip his hand inside his robe. And hold on to his uh, siphon dagger for a moment. He's not going to do anything. He's just gripping it just for the ready. Make a sleight of hand check. Natural 20. For this moment, all five dragon eyes, all five dragons' eyes are locked right on Morgor. Morgor is going to clutch his chest, and you said it's kind of like burning. The insignia is like burning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a prayer to Tiamat. Okay. What's the prayer? I ask what Tiamat wants me to do. Make a religion check. While he's praying, I'm going to slowly start getting closer to Morgor. Yeah, uh, very tw- slow. 20, not natural. Are dragons considered animals, by the way? Don't think so. No? Okay. No. Their own category. 
to na- a non-natural 20. Mm-hmm. Are they considered beasts? Um, I believe they're considered just straight monsters. I think they're just, let me see. I mean, long story short, would I be able to cast speak with animals and talk to them or no? Oh, um, make, case, like, make, make either an animal handling or make a history or history or animal handling check. All right. I'll go with history. Uh, 17. Okay. Um, you do know that dragons are creatures or monsters of, the, of their own. They're like dragons are dragons, and they speak uh, both draconic as well as common okay. for the most part. Got it. You have a uh, voice that speaks directly to you, Morgor. Prove that you're worthy to call yourself the immortal. Fight through the fires of red. Burn yourself with the acid of black. Ride the lightning of a blue. And suffer the cold of a white. Outsmart the cunning of a green. Uh, I want to fly up to the dragons. Okay, so you're going to activate the uh, wings? Yeah. Uh, so you're aware? The way uh, you kind of get this is this this um, feeling that you can kind of spread them out and you all now are, can, are visual can see Morgor standing there with these bony wings that uh, are webless in between. And as you kind of go to move and like have the sensation that you can move your, you, you have wings, you can move them and I go spread them. You see the fan out 10 feet in width. They are huge, large wings. And you have the ability to have them activated for a minute. Okay. So activate them. And uh, you begin to fly, and it's almost magical. As, as they kind of flap, there is this uh, shadow, uh, shadow-like essence that kind of, uh, uh, kind of is almost webbed in between the bones. As you have a flight speed now, of I will say flight speed of flight speed of sixty feet. Okay. All right. So you. Begin to fly. What do you? Uh, what do you wish to fly to? What are you doing? Who are you I'm going gonna, to? I'm going to fly to the red dragon. Yes. Morgor, no, you favorite of Tiamat. Morgor wants to know. What is Morgor's challenge? To survive, little one. <laughs> begins to pull back its breath and uh, I need you all to roll for initiative. You went up to the most vain of them all and called them out. 18? 
natural 20, 22 altogether. Nice. Give me just one moment. Put me last. Uh, just give me a second. Let's see. These are all easily adult-sized dragons. Uh, huge, 20 feet height, 25, 30 feet stretching. Their, their wings are kind of flat, uh, fanned out to their sides. Okay, so initiative. Thanks. What was yours? Four, but I rolled a one, so last. Okay. Uh, Maximus? Um, what did I say? 16, I think. 16? I think so, yeah. Howard? 21. Not bad. More gore. I'll give you advantage. Uh, I got a natural 20. Damn! Can, um, can I get a, a real quick uh, description of the room we're in as far as are we just basically like an open open field at this point? Is there anything um, anything like a tactical advantage? Any hiding spots? Anything like that in this area? As you're looking around, you see that the flames that were burning up the top of the tent burn down the remainder, and all that's left are the uh, one post in the center that was holding the tent up, the posts along the edges that, that go out the 50-foot uh, circle that are uh, posted every 10 feet to just kind of keep it up and around. The ground's black sand has turned to a black crack dry uh like de- desert like barren wasteland and now that the tenting uh, material has burnt off and burned down you can see beyond the uh beyond like where you hear screamings come screams coming from and it's just a vast endless just plateau of just dark blackened land with a golden red orange hued sky and earth so like we there is no blue sky you are very much in a somewhere else um, dream stage gotta love them is it just and us four in here right now or is there no sign of kelna or Remus? just you four okay so it's kind of like a prison yard style i mean if you want to run away from this you can keep running but there is looking at all around you see no other structure holding you
So give me just a second over here on my side. Okay. Top of the round. Morgor. What do you want to do? I'm going to give you a surprise round just because you come running up. You see the red dragon. I'm going to attack the red dragon. Uh, <clears throat> quick question. Yes. Just, uh, so is this a like um, or, or is this a, like a martial arts style where like all the baddies are hanging around on the outside and the one comes in to kind of do its thing or are we just going all out against these five, six, whatever, how many dragons at the same time? Make an insight check. Let's make a quick one. Um, uh, 13 plus uh, two, 15. It's kind of hard to tell at this moment. Dragging, gra- dragons are kind of cunning. This is kind of uh, very opposing. You would not want to fight all five dragons at once as it may hurt but your call continue more i'm sorry bud uh actually as a free action i want to rage you want to rage i'll let you rage as a free action start raging um and then i'm gonna attack so the dragon is on its uh it's perched up you can feel the the heat of the fire of the infernal uh air kind of starting to singe and the bits of hair on your uh on your i don't know do you have hair is it just like scaly i don't know i'm all just scales your scales the uh you can feel the heat heating up your scales are starting to burn like you're no you're used to some heat this is a little little spicy uh as you go uh, flying up to it Make an attack roll. Uh, 25. That just, uh, yeah, that, that actually hits. All right. Uh, I'm actually going to burn all five of my charges. <laughs> to do a total of... As you're adding up dice rolls and everything, uh, you hear the green one. Why? Going for the arrogant one, I see. This should be interesting to watch. The blue dragon. uh, Yes. In response, what you got? A total of 41 damage. Damn! Dang. <laughs> I know I had to say forty-one. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Um, 
it's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait. 43. Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. All right. As you come, uh, where are you going for the swing? Are you trying to just gash it at its chest? At its. I'm going, uh, is he kind of like rearing back as he's like ready to breathe fire? Yeah, a bit of a rear. I'm going to kind of go like for the base of the neck. Okay. You go into cut into it. And as you. And uh, you deal some, some hardy, hardy damage. Hardy damage. And uh, I get two attacks per action. You do get two attacks per action. So I would like to attack again. Please do. Uh, now, also, while I'm raging, I get advantage on everything, but everything gets advantage against me. Okay. Uh, another 25. That also hits. Uh, 18 damage on that one. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. And that's the, the turn or you got anything else up? Uh, no, that's everything. Okay, it's going to pick up uh, right before we jump into the actual full-on round. And as the reaction from the dragon is going to let a uh, torrent of flame rake over and directly in front of you, I need, see, it is a breath attack. So 60-foot cone. They are... 50 feet up, looking down. You're all essentially in the center of the of the tent. It's going to reach all of you. So I want everyone to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Non-nat 20. 16. 14. Go! Natural 20. Yeah. Finks, you take half damage on this. All right. And Morgor would be too, because you're uh, resistant to fire. Correct. Roll some digital dice just to make it easy for that many. You see, are you serious? One of the, one of the dice wouldn't set in time. Okay. All right. Okay. You all, um, so Maximus and Howard, you take 55 points of fire damage. Cool. I'm dead. 
Sphinx, you take 27 points of fire damage. Morgor, 27 points of fire damage. All right. All right, Morgor, top of the round. <laughs> You're still standing. <sighs> There's a breathing from its uh, chest as uh, it just kind of goes down into a, a more of a calmed pose, not so aggressive. Uh, just so you know, I'm in my blue dragon form now. Okay. Wings still flying, L. You're up. More work. Okay. Um, Howard on deck. I am. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. What do I want to do? You said he's not like as aggressive now, right? No, he looks more, uh, more, uh, make an inside check. Make an inside check. Yeah. Howard's on deck. Maximus will be coming up and I think she got a moment. Six. Okay. Doesn't look aggressive. But you hear (laughs) a uh, snarling response from the white that is two spaces over. Does it look like the white got hurt? No, more or less the the white is getting itchy. Okay. Okay. Uh, I asked the red dragon, what is your name? You think you're worthy of knowing my name, Dragonborn? Just want to know your name so I can carve it into my chest after I kill you. Taking it back off, take, taking a bit of back on this one. Are you using your turn for full dialogue or are you going to try to attack? Just talking no. more is going to go more into dialogue. Talking more is going to kind of like take away six seconds. That's why. Yeah, I'm just going to keep talking. Okay, talking. You'll know my name when our queen damn well pleases it to be known to you. You give yourself titles and Names that do not belong to you. You need to earn them, immortal one. I did earn that name. I came back from the dead. 
So I was Morgor, the immortal. But now I'm Vorash Thundermaw. <laughs> Paladin of Tiamat. That's bad. Unless you're going to say anything or do anything more, that's going to be pretty much the turn for six seconds. Yeah, that's it then. Fair enough. Okay. Howard, what would you like to do? How far away is the red dragon from me? 50 feet. 50 feet. Okay. No, we'll say six. uh, See, clarification, I guess. Uh, 60 feet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to shout up to now Vorash. Technically, you beat the Red Dragon. You survived his fire. Now you have to do the other things that they said. And I'm going to hold my action spell for right now. All right. But I'm also going to back up like Enough where if the red dragon decides he wants to breathe fire, he's not going to hit me again. Okay. That shit sucked. All right. As that happens, you see the uh, white dragon kind of... Let me taste your flesh, dragonborn. You're an insult to our kind. As it begins to grab the pole that it's perched on and leap off as it spreads its wings and come flying and swooping at you with a claw rake. It's going to make an attack roll of sixteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Do two. Let's see, it's two. It's going to do eighteen points of slashing damage. Ah! kind of cleaves down across your chest. You feel it kind of grip your arm that holds onto the blade and tries to crunch your bones a bit. But there's a... Actually, make a strength saving throw for me. Okay. As it's going to try and grapple you and kind of just just pure strength and hold you in its its, uh, hand. Uh, 24. Okay. As the dragon goes to reach its uh, claws around you, you feel the crunch of some bones and you push its hand off of you and uh, kind of fly around as the dragon is midair. Whose life do you value, yours or your friends? (laughs) As it looks down at the... um, Look down at Finks. You being just a tiny curiosity, you like, run, 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 as it flies down at you and is going to come down and to do a second uh, a swipe of its claw at you, Finks. Is it the white dragon? Yes, white dragon. Can I, can I do something before this happens? D- depends. I want to kind of just flash an item that's in my inventory. I don't want to use it. I just want to show it. Okay. Seeing the dragon fly down at you, what do you wish to flash? I have a pile of dead white dragon scales I've been meaning to get turned into armor. So I'd like to try to taunt him with this. <laughs> Focused on Just, me. Okay. <sighs> Let me see if there may be. Uh, n- I was planning yeah. to do this before he came at me, so. 
This works. Perfect. Cats and mouse it is as it begins swooping down at you, seeing the taunt. It's going to make a 13 to hit. No. All right. As it lands in the on the ground in front of you. Uh, swiping and kind of uh, animalistic, just kind of savagely just pacing around you now. Come and play, immortal, or your friend will die. Maximus, need you to make a death save for me. Well, okay. Thanks. You're up. Okay, so this thing's kind of crawling around me. I'm going to use my bonus action to just disengage okay. from him. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to attempt to cast the banishment spell on the white dragon. What save does it make? Uh, charisma save. So um, it's kind of fun. The component is a distasteful item to the target, so I will be using one of those dragon scales. I'll be getting more in a minute. I hope he fails. <laughs> What's the DC? Uh, 14 only, but I don't think he's good at charisma, judging by his dialogue so far. <laughs> he rolled low. Not low enough, though. Unfortunately, no. as you see, part of him start to shimmer away. There's a roar coming from the sky, from the just the air in the sky itself. A... <clears throat> Similar to the one that you had heard the previous day or so ago. Uh, you don't, you're really kind of distorted on the time of how long you've been out and how long you had awoken from. Okay. But similar to the one when you were running away from the carnival, you hear five distinct voices of, of dragons roaring. And you see the shimmering kind of stick to the ground and its claws dig into it. So he is, he's good. He's passes. good. He All passes. Right. So I say, all right, then time for plan B. And before I finish that sentence, I'm already running 30 feet in the direction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Top of the round. Morgor, what you what are you doing? So now I'm Scythrax, which is the black dragon. Oh. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so I will. Am I still closest to the red dragon? Still closest to the red dragon. I will attack the red dragon again. Okay. Make attack roll the red dragon. Twenty-six. That hits. That hits. And a total of Thirteen damage. Okay. And then I will breathe my breath weapon. Okay. Which is acid. With acid, yes. 
let's see here, 3d6. Uh, another 13. Okay. Is it an attack roll or is it a save? That was damage. The DC is a dex save of 13. He's a large dragon. He's in front of you. He's going to fail this. Okay, so 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay. The dragon looks more so appalled and disgusted by you. Hmm. He's uh, has this grin that's just uh, you see him kind of with actually he's going to roll for this. He rolls for a self-control check and he maintains himself. I suggest you find a new target. Well, that's all my actions for the turn. Okay. Howard, you're up. I am. How far is Max for me? Maximus would be 10 feet from you. Okay. I'm going to run over. Can I bonus just? Pour a potion of healing in his mouth. Sure. Okay, I do that. Uh, it's eight total points of healing for you, Max. <clears throat> and then I am going to take a dip, big deep breath, mutter to myself, I'm going to fucking die. And I'm going to dimension door myself on top of the blue dragon, like the back of his neck. And I'm going to try to hold on. Make an acrobatics or athletic check. Okay. Uh, acrobatics, because I'm a lot better at that. That is an 18. Okay. So you kind of grab your cloak, wrap it around yourself, and in a yellow flash of smoke, Maximus, you see Howard disappear as you are. <gasps> you're, you're waking up and you're seeing now a white dragon uh, crawl across the ground as Howard, you're on the back of the blue dragon gripping on two of the horns as it looks over and goes, hello there. I'm on like the back of its neck, like back of its head, so it can't necessarily bite or do anything to me. Uh, And I'm going to hold on to the horns as tight as I can and I'm going to yell, ride the lightning! And that's my turn. Make Two checks. I want you to make a religion check and a charisma check. Okay. Uh, let's see. Religion. That's not bad. That's 17 on the die. Religion is a plus. Nice. Four, uh, 21 for religion. Okay. And then just straight charisma check. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20. Dirty, not natural. There is a <laughs> this one's funny as there's a, a a streak of lightning comes ripping from the mouth of the blue dragon that's you're uh, riding on top of as 
it uh, streaks out and kind of flaps the wings in response to you. All right. That's all you got? That's all I got. Okay. Um, It's now the white one's turn, kind of circling over. And comes lumbering after you, Finks. Let me see if it gains its breath weapon back. And it doesn't. It's uh, coming after you. It's going to try to pounce at you as a cat would with both claws coming down. And I need you to make a dexterity saving throw because it's going to kind of rake at you. And then as well, it's going to try and do like a belly bottom slam. Well, six. Okay. First claw does not hit. The second claw does. So you take eight points of uh, slashing damage. And you failed to save. So you're going to take... See, we'll save Twenty-one points of crushing damage as you wedge yourself under one of the arms as the body just <clears throat> slams on top of you. <sighs> Immortal one, I heard crunching sounds like your friends no more. More gore. Maximus, your turn. And you just look around at everything that's going on, just kind of still propped up against the center pole, kind of beaten up. Um, I just want, I'm going to, um, I'm not going to like attack or do anything, but I kind of want to, which dragons are up top still? Green, black, and the red and blue. Howard's on the blue, the white's chasing Fanks. Morgor's tied up with the red, so the green and black are kind of just there. Yes. All right, I'm just going to stare at the green dragon and focus in on him. Just going to stare up at him. Make an, make an intimidation check. Um, 18. 18. There's a... <laughs> Someone else likes to play with minds. Here it just kind of cur- it just kind of like cackle as it looks down at you. Its tongue kind of snakes out, and you see this kind of pink mist just kind of come out of its mouth. It's almost a, almost like fumes. Okay, that's that's all I wanted to do for my turn. Okay, thanks. All right, I'm alive, but barely. That being said, does this thing think I'm dead? Because he sounded pretty confident about me being dead just there. 
I think you're dead, maybe. All right. Can I get to a post if I use my movement? Yes. All right. Are you trying to run from one of the edge, like one of the side posts or the center post? Just out of sight of the, ideally him, but as many as I can. Yes, you can. All right. I'm going to do that. Are you running for the side or the center? Either or. Uh, the side post, I guess. Run for like a side post from behind him. Sure, you go running from behind the dragon as you pop out from underneath uh, the one like shoulder. And so, essentially, you were tucked inside of its armpit. Yes. You pull yourself right. out and just scurry and start running away. Yes. So I'm going to get behind the post and I'm going to cast mirror image on myself. And I'll like stack them up like goblins in a trench coat just to like hide behind the post effectively. <laughs> okay. Um. And uh, my bonus action, I'm going to summon my uh, spiritual weapon. Okay. And that has 60 feet range. So how close am I to all the other dragons here? From the back side, you'd be beyond the 60 feet. Um... Oh, no. Oh, they got more core. Okay. Um, Morgor's taking his final form. We're going to say you're 120 feet. Okay. From the other dragons. Oh, my spiritual weapon then. Hold on. Let me think this through. Let me see what I can do for a bonus action. Uh, Yeah, I guess I'll summon it, and uh, can I summon it where I was underneath the dragon? Do we have to summon it within a certain amount of feet from you? Uh, it has a range of where go? 60 feet, so if I ran so, 30... Yeah. I'll say you can do that. Raise up one of the... Uh, raise up the... Is it the bat? Are you summoning the bats? Uh, yeah, I'll just kind of like smack him in the face with it and just kind of like try to lure him away with whatever that is. All right. Bunch of little bats. You see uh, these spectral bats come come flying around the bat, uh, the white dragon's head and all right. Does a 14 hit? 14 does not hit. Okay. Actually, yeah, no, would not hit. That's okay, my turn. no problem. Um, we're gonna jump over to Howard. As you see, Morgor is locked in with the Red Dragon. There's a moment of that. There's just a stare down going on between the both of them. Mm. All right, uh, clutching onto the Blue Dragon, <clears throat> I'm going to talk to it and say. You know, honestly, why are you letting the other ones rule you? You should be the one that's the leader. You're the one who's in charge of all of them. This is your territory. This isn't theirs. They're just encroaching on your shit. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Nice. It's 
your flesh, sack of a body, is not as quite as smart as you think you are. You may ride the lightning if you wish. As he begins to kind of buck you and tr- buck you and try to flip you over off of its head and to kind of like flip to like flip you around so that you are uh, who knows uh, thrown off. Make a strength saving throw as a kind of <laughs> okay. As it kind of shakes its head in response to you uh there is a moment that you kind of flip over and your feet kind of hit it in, in the eyes and there's a as it flips you backward and you hold on tight to the spikes cool uh if that's the case then i am going to while i'm holding on to them uh go back to that cast vampiric touch and hold up hey. Uh, it's, I guess, an attack roll, so let me go ahead and do that. Uh, that's a 22. That would hit. Sweet. So he does 46, and I regain half as much as health. Uh, 15 total points of necrotic damage. And then I would regain half of that. So what, seven or eight? Say eight. Right, okay. As you kind of grab underneath one of the scales, kind of pull from the vampiric touch, your, your uh, nails grow a little longer and you get into the uh, underneath one of the scales and you siphon some of the energy. And I'll say, as you do, you feel a part of where the scale meets the skin. It becomes a... Uh, almost a little weakened, and as you pull your hand out, you actually pop off a blue dragon scale in your, in your grip, but you do regain some help. I try to pocket it real quick, and then I bond before I can be flung off. Okay. Uh, and that's my turn. Okay. The, uh, we'll say, white dragon. Ah! <sighs> seeing you uh, and the blue dragon kind of making some ruckus is going <laughs> to flash its wings and come running up at your direction. And it <laughs> lets out a, cor- a torrent of icy cold frost in your direction, as well as the blue dragon's direction, not being the brightest. I need you to make dexterity saving throw with advantage. Oh my god. Uh, saving one. 21. That does save. Sweet. So you're going to take. Okay, cool. You and. See, you're on the dragon. You're going to take 15 points of cold damage mm-hmm. as the frost, the uh, this layer of frost comes shooting at the blue dragon. It 
really now? Calm yourself. As you feel your arms gripping onto the cor- uh, onto the spike and horns from the back of the dragon's head, and the legs that kind of hook around the neck uh, become chilled to the bone, and you feel as if you might have lost possibly a finger or a toe. Um, this Arctic just instant in permafreeze just kind of hit. And unfortunately, that permafreeze takes over as I completely freeze and fall off. That's way past my hit points. Well, not way past, but uh, I'm at zero. Okay, so you begin to fall. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, White Dragon's going to see that. He is going to see. It's going to go after the Blue Dragon for calling him out. Going to run up and kind of rake at the dragon and like, ah! You don't tell me what to do. Type of a, uh, a full of himself type of motion and actually miss. And the blue dragon just kind of breaks its head and horn into the, dra- into the white dragon's neck. And you hear almost like a crack of a snap as the dragon just <laughs> crash lands on the, uh, on the earth itself. Uh, the ground limp. Thanks. No, sorry. Maximus, your turn. Um, I'm actually going to break my gaze with the green dragon and use my feline agility to double my speed and run to help break Howard's fall. Okay. So I'll either try and catch him or make it so he can land on me and cushion his blow or just... Okay. Yeah. Um, make a athletics or acrobatics check as Howard is net 20 plus two. Okay. There we go, body. As Howard's body falls, you come running up and you quickly swoop over and just kind of cradle catch him in your arms. The uh, perfect football just you cradle that ball and just poof, you got him. All right. Anything else for your turn or just. Uh... Can I do any kind of speaking at this point or no? Yeah. All right. Um, I'll look back towards the green dragon out of breath and say, I do like mind games because if you've got it, you want to share it. But if you share it, you haven't got it. And I'll yell that out to the green dragon and just start like catching my breath, holding Howard. Okay. This is fun. Um, Okay. Seeing a shift. The green one takes over and goes, <laughs> mind games. Let's see how the real spellcasters stack up against each other. Thinks, I need you to make a bear me just a moment. 
You're gonna make a saving throw of sorts. Might be it, guys. Is that a Pizza Hut cup? Wisdom saving throw. Uh, you know what? It, it might be the same kind. This is from uh, my parents' pizzeria when the one closed. I got as many of these as I could because these are awesome. <laughs> that, that's a pizza cup for sure, period. Yeah, definitely a pizza cup. They, they totally had the red and white plastic tablecloths too, didn't they? No. Checkered? No, they didn't. <laughs> we, were, we were a step up from that. Oh. I, raised my nose. I raised my nose to that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, at least I'm good at these. Never mind. Uh, that is a 10. That is a fail. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give me just a moment, everyone, as I message Finks on the side. This sidebar is brought to you by Cheez-Its, the gaming snack of choice that pairs well with a lovely citrus beverage. Enjoy Cheez-Its today. Also brought to you by 1.8 pounds of Mike and Ike's. Enjoy your sugary goodness. But make sure you brush your teeth after. All right. As you as you're all looking up at the green dragon, it uh, opens its claws and starts to kind of wave it around in a in an arcane fashion. And as it kind of smacks its hands together in this uh, kind of boom, you see there are almost mushrooms growing from its hands and its claws as it drops. You see this dust and mushrooms just kind of fall from its fingertips and scatter across the ground. You hear a coming from behind you as well, behind one of the outlying posts, as it goes, let's talk about mind games now. As it kind of kind of sucks in its breath for its uh, upcoming turn. All right, and it is now Finks, your turn. Okay, DM, would you like to fill everyone in? I'll peek around the corner here. As uh, <laughs> you hear a roaring noise from behind you, you all turn around and can see there be a dragon-looking form that is dark blue with shades of of. Uh, different shades of blue that kind of fan off of each other as there's a bi- four-legged dragon-like form with its wings that come up off of it on its sides. The wings are they have almost this fleshy-looking texture where it looks like there's a bunch of small little mushroom heads growing off of it. The uh, head of the dragon itself is uh, kind of layered in stacks of like a fanned mushroom and parts of the shoulder has almost this coral looking type growth that 
protrudes with different stalks. You're looking at make history checks. Both of you. Um, 22. Okay. Maximus. 22. Yes. This appears to be a fungus dragon native to the Underdark. And they have a very poisonous breath weapon. Okay. Oh, yeah. Howard, you're, you're down. My bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Thanks. Your turn. Okay. Who is closest to me? I think at this point it'd be... I think the white dragon's body would technically be closest to you. Next to that would be Azoth. I'm sorry, not right. Azoth. Maximus. I'm going to poison breath the white dragon then. Fair enough. I think that's what it would do first. Um, I'll get it. Real quick, do I have a fly speed? You have a fly speed. Um, as you kind of flap your wings, there are little like mushrooms that kind of fall off of it. Little uh, stems kind of break off, fall to the ground. All right, let me let me fly up first, and I'll I'll hit it from the the air. Okay, if that's what's closest, and then I'll start swooping around, and we'll see what's closest next. Okay, start swooping around, and uh, as you kind of come down between where the green dragon is, there's a uh, you see this body of this white dragon on the ground, and you unleash a torrent of this poisonous gas. Now, wait, did you say you're doing the breath attack at it, or you swipe yep. the breath attack? Poison yeah. breath. You bellow out this poisonous cloud that fumes over to it, and the dragon appears to be taking damage as it is non-moving, non-moving at this point. Okay. Okay. And top of the round, Morgor is uh, bringing up its fist at the red dragon and showing its claw. His claw in a uh, aggressive. <sighs> he looks over at the black dragon, staring it down. Next, that is his turn. Howard. Mm-hmm. That is a fail. Okay. Maximus. Um, I'm going to rummage around in Howard's persons for a, uh, a health potion and pop one and just pour it down his throat. Do you have an extra health potion? And on Howard's? I'm assuming he's got one left. You have one left? Okay. Mm-hmm. Easy enough. You pop it into his mouth. You can roll, Howard, I guess. Okay. I'll let you do the thing. Cool. If that's cool with you. Yeah, that's fine. All right, okay. so get back nine points. I'll give that as a bonus action. As you're kind of holding, you're kind of rummaging for, for it while this is happening. I'll give you that oh. as a bonus action. I'll give okay. that as your bonus action if you wish to do something else. And then uh, after I see that uh, he's like, you know, being revived or whatever, mm-hmm. I am going to um, 
sense, Finx is distracted, flying, breathing poison on somebody else. Uh, I am going to cast Disguise Self and make myself look like Lucky. Just like a dude in a Lucky mascot costume. (laughs) Make an Arcana check. 19. It's an awkward, because you're a feline and because you're kind of already like a cat and you got fur and a bit of a tail, you got the claws, you're you're not exactly a rat, but there is a uh, moment of clarity as there's a, almost kind of looks like a bit of a were-rat cat mixture creature looking at you, dragon finks. As uh, make it make a wisdom check as a dragon or as Finks. I'll say as Finks for this. Okay, that is a twenty. There's a moment of there's a moment of recollection and familiarity of lucky that you see a because in your size comparison this would be a tiny rat as. You have a tiny pet rat. Makes perfect sense to me. And that'll be my turn. Okay. Bear with me just a moment. Okay. Working on the work. Here, just one moment, everyone. Sorry about this. Quick technical break. Okay. So you broke free. Or you have this kind of recollection of, of Lucky. I am so sorry. Uh, what was your response into this kind of recollection? Thanks. Uh, you tell me. I mean, am I sentient? Am I sentient to the sense of bent? you You recognize this is Lucky? Uh, so. You, you don't I guess, fully recognize I guess your partners or companions. I guess Finks' instinct then is to kind of like take up a defensive position around Lucky. Okay. He shouldn't be out in the open. He shouldn't be, you know, off my shoulders. But um, I guess I just don't quite know how much freedom I, I have as as the uh, the dragon here. So I don't know if you want me to roll a check for it, but that's what I make, would do if I was a- in control. Make a wisdom saving throw as Finks. Finks rolled a 21. 21. Um, I mean, as a kind of moment of recognizing Lucky breaking through 
uh, a bit of a mental block. You're still in the dragonoid form, but you're now aware of. It's almost like you know you know you don't realize you're a dragon. You're more so you are Finks, and you don't have this like you don't have their common voice. You just can speak drag like you're just a uh, animalistic and that like vo- and vocal, no spell casting, but you're Finks still. And this is Lucky, and you believe that this is Howard as well. But Howard's small. He's a more lucky He's tiny stuff. Okay. Um, Picking up after. You get down to the defensive position around. Um, yeah, I get in front of him. Howard. Top of the round. As Morgor beats on his chest and kind of points over at the black dragon next. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to look up all hazily. Is Max still carrying me or? No, you would have been dropped at this. Like I, I healed you. Okay. You yeah, started to come too, and then I, I bamfed. Okay. Um, so then looking up over at the black dragon, uh, I have nothing for you. Um, don't burn me. I'm going to say to it, and I am going to, how do I want to do this? Hold on a minute. Real quick. Maximus, what did you do after healing him? I turned into Lucky. You turned into Lucky. That's what you did. Okay. Sorry. Tech, yeah. tech, tech bearer was like, wait, I want a little short-term memory loss there. Okay. okay. Um, how, how far away is the Black Dragon from me? 45 feet. Okay. Um, I am going to be like, hey, don't burn us up in acid. And I'm going to cast Flare, like right in its eyes, to uh, give it disadvantage. That's to make a con save of 15. Wait, hold on. Straight con. Oh, good. Okay, cool. It maintains its gaze at you as you call it out, but there's now this flare in front of it. Okay. It does nothing then. Um, That's all I got for now. Okay. Maximus, what do you do? Um, Nothing. I'm just going to kind of like skitter around like i'll kind of just like kind of scurry and and like you know figure like pace almost yeah okay i'll be as rat like as i can okay the green dragon well let's see how this goes it kind of gets off of the pot off of the post that it was on it flies down to where the black to the white dragon is steps on it, crawls over it. As it kind of gallops over at you, Finks, seeing that you're kind of self-aware of it now and is going to make a uh, claw claw at you. Uh, Bite claw claw would be. And you'd be using armor stats of the the green. 18. 
armor. Okay. And first one, uh, bite hits. Claw misses. Claw misses. And... Buddy. 20 points of slashing damage. Okay. A piercing, it'd be, technically. Bite bites into you. <sighs> Biting into your shoulder. <sighs> rips off part of these little fungus growths on it and uh, needs to actually make a save. It fails. You see it uh, start to kind of have a daze to it and it looks uh, disoriented as it's taken a bite of whatever was growing off of your shoulder. Cool. Thanks. You're up. All right. I'm just going to do what it did to me. Okay. I will bite, claw, claw it. Go for it. And I'll give you advantage on it as it is kind of swaying, stumbling in place, unable to really avoid its uh, movement. Okay. So 18 plus bite is seven. So 20, um, that hits. 25 to hit for the bite. And then okay. Claw. So that is the same roll, 18. And second claw is probably going to miss with a 12. Second one, uh, the second claw misses. All right, so one bite, one claw. Okay, what are my damages? I don't know. Is that going to do reading? Look at me, do work here. Hard to be a DM, yeah. You're right. All right, so the bite is 2d10 plus 4. So bite does 17. 17 plus the 2d6, which it's immune. Yeah, don't you? And then 2d6 for the claw does five plus four. So nine more. Okay. And I'm going to specifically target his head, his brain. Trying to give it disadvantage when it comes to anything mental, since he seems to be boasting about that. Okay. Um, Get him all shaken up. Make an intelligence check. As, As Dragon Sphinx. As Sphinx. You've broken through with the with the luckiness. It's kind of like breaking through the mental to you to so like you're sort of self-aware. All right, eighteen. Okay. Um, you didn't call the you didn't call the attacks before, but I'll say uh, you biting at the neck, at it and biting up into part of its jaw. And as you bite into it, you feel you hear one of the <clears throat> as part of the jawbone kind of breaks and it, the jaw. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Uh, next attack, specify specify. Sure, we'll go sure. with that. Yeah, you're right. I didn't I didn't call it. I've done. You're, you're good. Um, but okay, the uh, red dragon. You hear the voice now. It's turn up. Your friends are fighting for you. And there is a uh, just kind of a call of a uh, in, of an angst from the drag of the dragonborn, you, the black dragonborn. You see, as he turns its head and just rages off and flies at the black dragon. 
and it's still perched. Just <laughs> you see a little bit of acid dripping from its mouth as uh, God's intentions are ominous and vague at times. And tech errors influence those decisions as well. Howard, what's up? You see Morgor's uh, blackened dragon body is flying uh, headfirst horns at the uh, black dragon, Frieza style. Um, I don't know what I want to do. Um, I'm going to reach into my bag. Say... Fuck it, I'm already dead anyway. And I'm going to grab out the little blue potion with the swirls. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a drink. You gain back a does. spell slot. Ooh, it's that. Okay. That's good. Um, hmm. Yeah. Now what do I want to do? Okay. Uh, is that a bonus action or is that my bonus action? action. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so then why not let's repeat rinse and repeat uh i'm going to dimension door on the back of the blue or sorry the black dragon this time neck like okay the back of the head area and yeah. i'm gonna try to hold on and uh yeah acrobatic we'll shot for me on this one cool. then just make a strength check as well to follow it up uh, acrobatics is 16. Okay. And then strength is a three. <laughs> you have a nice tight grip on and you lock your legs around the neck and you're holding on to it. And as you try to pull up the horns and kind of rear it up, your, your stick like body doesn't do much movement to it, <laughs> but you, you have a good grip on it. Okay. okay. And that's all I got. All right. Maximus. Um, I'm actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little risky here and I'm going to, um, seeing what Howard did with the black dragon, uh, while I'm not going to dimension door, I'm going to see if I can climb up onto the back of Fix as Lucky back up on his shoulder where Lucky would belong. Make an acrobatics check. All right. Give me a second here. Thinks as you see Lucky crawling up to your uh, shoulder, kind of scurry itself up onto your shoulder successfully. Cool. Uh, and then I'm just going to like uh, <laughs> squeak or make mouse noises. Just, okay. And just, you know, kind of like in his ear to let him know I'm there. Very comforting. Easy enough. And that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Thanks. Um, I will repeat. At the green dragon. Okay. Oh, um, sorry. Jump that. Green dragon. Yeah. yeah, green dragon is gonna go. Um a cunning bunch the party may be, but Morgor, you're blinded by your rage. The party will die before you achieve your goal. And uh, they are, uh, it's going to launch a, a plume of poison gas just kind of at um, 
Yeah, it's going to launch it, the plume of poison gas over at you, Finks. Uh, I need Maximus to make Constitution save. Constitution save, I believe. Can I, like, try to take the brunt of it for him? I mean, I understand gas is probably a hard one to do that for, but I'll do what I can. Make a dexterity. Make a dexterity. Flat make a, make a dexterity uh, saving throw to see if you're quick enough to, to flap the wings away. But I need a uh, constitution save. 15. I got a 19 for my deck save. Okay. Um, you said you have 15? Yes, sir. I'll give you half damage. Because you failed, but we'll say the waves, uh, the wings kind of help brush it away as well. Okay. Because uh, it is a gas. It, it's not like a stream of acid that you're just hitting. It, it is gas. Yeah. It's and like the one, the one hard one to do that for. It, 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 was, an, it was a valiant effort is what it was. Ooh. And okay. As the gas comes uh, streaking around and curling up off of the body of the white dragon and pushing through you, uh, Finks, you kind of breathe this in and you feel some more growths kind of grow on your body. You kind of feel your scales and your skins almost expanding. And even with a quick glance, you can see on your shoulders and Maximus, as his gas hits you, you see the, uh, the mushrooms on Finks's dragon-like body start to turn this deep rich purple color and the stalks themselves turn from this blue to this graying uh stone gray looking texture that uh, not texture color it's similar to actual finks now at this point he's like a grayed mushroom dragon with these purple tops that are capping it and there's a white dusting of uh almost um almost a uh almost like a soft like uh, fungus fungal growth like a white powder as the fungus dragon is taken on Fink's kind of converging into one with this spell. And you take 24 points of poison damage. All right. So I'm down again. Uh, I'll revert back to Max, but in doing so, because um, my uh, rebuke of the talisman, the dragon takes three psychic damage and gets pushed back 10 feet away. Okay. Thinks as your dragon, you feel a lump on your shoulder as you can look over and see Lucky's form has passed out. And the dragon, uh, the green dragon in front of you kind of steps back and kind of like knocking its head off. Like uh, it's got like pain in its temple. Now it's your turn. All right. So I'll go, I'll go rage mode. uh, Assuming you just killed my favorite friend. Um, and while it's off balance from getting pushed back, I'll try and just kind of like tackle it. I don't know if dragons can like grapple, but I want to do that. You want to grapple it? All right, yeah. make a make an athletics check using uh, the strength modifier from the dragon. So, what's your strength modifier as Sphinx? Uh, plus four as the dragon. Yeah. Minus so one is Sphinx. So make a just strength check with Sphinx's. Uh, uh, make an athletics checks with Sphinx. And then just add uh, five to it. All right, 11. 
11. Uh, you get over to the dragon, and as you kind of smash up, you feel that part of the mushroom's growth on you actually kind of smear and smush into the body of the of the green dragon, and you kind of claw onto it with your hands and grab and start to like kind of attempt to grapple it. Um, the dragon is a little hazy from your uh, previous gas uh, attack, as well as the now kind of contact with the mushroom smearing into some of the wounds that it had on it. And it's you haven't fully grappled it yet, but you're in a better position too on the next turn. Okay. All right. With uh, the next turn, you see Morgor flying and rocketing in the air with his wings. As he rockets straight into the black dragon. Gonna say, okay, striking it with its horns in the uh, in the belly, the dragon lets go a plume of acid hanging over it. I need everyone to make dexterity saving throws. I'm on the back of its neck, so I don't really get hit by that, right? Say with advantage, just see if any spittle comes up. Okay. And I'll give you um, quarter cover or a three, a half cover because you are behind it. But it's like a whole spray of acid that just slaps up in the air and just falls below it. Done. Ten. Uh, dirty twenty. Okay, so you succeed, Maximus. I'm dead. Maximus is down. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm squishy. You squishy folk. I'm a squishy. Ten falling. Let me make the dragon make some move. Okay. Finks, you take 41 points of acid damage. Howard takes 10 because it's halved, plus you're behind it. So I'll give you just some burning uh, caustic on your skin. Uh, we're going to have more gore as he races into it get coated as he just is bathed in it. As you see it, as there's five loud roars amongst the sky, as you all look up, uh, those that are alive, see Morgor's body falling from the air, the bones being singed and burnt at the edges of uh, the bone wingtips, the wingtips from like the bony wings are uh, being kind of just melted and caustically ate away him falling maximus your body begins to disintegrate in a pool of acid not fully but beginning processes of it howard what are you doing you're on the back of the of the dragon uh i too start melting and fall off the back of the neck of the dragon you fall thanks the green dragon. No, we are this close. No, give us another chance. As you see her begin to fade away. Half kind of faded form. It uh, lets out a the red dragon. (laughs) The blue dragon Well, this was an interesting ordeal. 
black dragon screaming in pain. End of the round, Finks, what are you doing? So the, the green one's fading away? It's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like play in the middle of a plane shift, you would say. What about the others? Looking over, all of the other dragons are doing a similar, as well as the ground almost has a distorted texture to it. And the posts that are uh, coming up from the ground as well do. Can I try? I don't know if Howard hit the ground or is like sliding off. Can I try and like avoid this green dragon and just like catch him before he gets a concussion? Make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. That is a 15. You leap up. Excuse me, 19. Easily catch Howard in your palm. Okay. Um, and you didn't tell me I recognized Morgor from before, so I don't know if I'd be trying to save him at this point, <laughs> um, um, or if he's you know even like a body. I don't know what Morgor is. He's more or less falling in a, in the cascading just pile of uh, uh, plume of acid, like it's almost like a waterfall is just kept uh, surrounding him. No chance I could get him, or is he not falling? You can, if you wish to catch him, you can go to catch him. I'd say you'd be All aware right. he's Morgor. I'm trying to, you know, run away now. Okay. Um, with the 19, speed. snatch Morgor. And as you do, you all awaken. You are surrounded and just dogpiled on top of one another in Kelna's cart. Yourselves. Thinks you're you, mm. little goblin Maximus. Y'all come back, you're all full health as you were when you woke up. Morgor is passed out. You see, there are scars across his face. Remus is uh, just he looks as if he has a, had a hangover. He's just. Uh, kind of looking at you, just kind of wondering, like, what the hell? Kelnas, whoa, don't eat any of the food. I think it went bad. Howard's going to start going through his stuff, make sure he has all his potions still, or were they all used up? You have all of your potions still. Do we have any recollection of what just happened? You do. bit hazy of how you got there and how you got back but there's almost like a dream that you are like it felt real I think uh, Jarrell's trying to play tricks on us again that was way Thanks too real too. who uh, did you get this food from Kauna uh, uh, grabbed it from we went to a bar slash breakfast eatery place it's it's what they were cooking up Uh, everyone else was eating from it I wonder if anyone else is sick then again everybody else was undead so maybe 
they gave us undead bacon. I, I don't know. She's just, uh, I, how long were we out for? Gonna look outside. Is it still morning time, mid afternoon, night? There is a, uh, there is a dusk uh, in the air. You can see that the sun is starting to set. Hmm. At least almost the whole day. Whoa. Anyone ever make perception checks for me? Nine. 21. 21. Finks, what'd you get? 11. 11. You all just kind of come into this hazy recollection of what just went on and Maximus, you look over at Finks and you see his hand has a few mushrooms growing from his green scaled claw. While everybody was talking, you know, for these couple of few minutes or whatever, trying to like reassess what was going on or whatever. Um, I will have taken some, torn off a piece of my uh, cloth from my sack that I have, and I've got some string and stuff in there. And I'm going to make a little uh, hooded cloak somewhere to the one that I'm wearing and the size of Lucky. And I'm going to hand this to Finks and say, this is for Lucky. Pick it up and call him out. Well, Looking at your hand, you would see the mushrooms growing. Like, like, you know, like four or five mushroom stalks growing on your hand. Are they good and... ones? <laughs> Say it again. Are they good ones? The good ones? Uh, make a nature check. Make a medicine check or a nature check. Your call. Let's go medicine. Oh, good. 22. 22. Um, these appear to be a health, uh, almost like a, just because you're a cleric and the little bit of medicine dabbling you do, you see that these are mushrooms that can be used to be grown for uh, health potions. Cool. And it's like they're growing directly from your hand itself. And the claw, the green scales are kind of tinted uh, a dull gray and match more. So your skin tone now, but they are, they are scaled and your palm has like these little bumpily ridges on them. And one of your uh, pinkies, or, or not your pinky, not one of your pinkies, like one of your smaller fingers, I don't know if goblins have pinkies. One of your fingers has this uh, corally fungal growth to it. Like you, you don't see any actual skin or scales. It's just one finger is almost like a mushroom itself, like a fungal growth. All right, cool. I like it. And with that, we'll pick up next week because we are down a Morgor and a Remus right now <laughs> in the chat. So before we move further, uh, we're going to wrap up there and we'll pick up next week with everyone, figure out what is our party to do with a uh, with the memories of the dream pass out session that they have had. And we'll see where we pick up there and if they will get to Jarell this time and will Jarell be ready for them now? I was your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, those, of you, those of you that watch live, you guys rock. And for those that are listening in on the aftermath, thank you so much. But please make sure that you tune in Sunday night when we go live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube at podcasters underscore uh, on, 
uh, on Twitch, podcasters, uh, pod, there's like a dash casters on uh, Facebook and YouTube, or you can just search up Fabala five. That should be a good keyword to pull it up for you. Uh, I've been your dungeon master. You guys rock. I'm going to leave it to the players to uh, say goodbye. And by the way, don't forget to check out Chris and Anthony just can't stop uh, one of the podcasts I'm doing. And I love it. I want you all to experience and uh, check it out too. You should enjoy it. Uh, Maximus, Maximus, take it away. Yeah. Um, you can follow Maximus and I still have not memorized his Twitter account yet, but he's on Twitter. He tweets from time to time. Uh, and it's usually bizarre stuff. Uh, podcaster Mad Max. Podcaster and Mad Max. You can follow me and any of my shenanigans on any of the social medias at the Mark Seven One Six. Perfect, Howard. Howard, you can follow Howard on Twitter at Podcasters H. Um, and if you want to follow my art, go check it out. Instagram and Facebook, Rafink Arts. Um, and along with Chris and Anthony, just can't stop. Go check out some of the other great shows on the BICVP network. Um, there's plenty on there for everybody. So exactly. Uh, very good. Like that. All right. Last but not least. Little, guys, uh, you wanna yeah, Fink. Fink. The, the fungus dragon, maybe I should change his profile picture. Uh, he's on the Twitter at podcasters. Finks. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Phoenix forge doing some miniature painting and, uh, Earlier promoted uh, at the beginning of the session, Terrarium Mart on Instagram. If you want to check out some of my Pokeballs from a couple of years ago, um, again, maybe I'll get back to it. We'll see. Maybe we're going to have to have you do some terrain, uh, Terrarium uh, setups for each of the players. For I will absolutely do that. If they need to be in a Pokeball, I can make that work. Make it work with a Pokeball. But everyone grab those D20s. Uh, before, we, before you do uh, leave, make sure to check out our sponsor, Jeff from DCT Industries at DCT underscore Industries, as well as DCT Industries dot Tabletop Gaming on Facebook. Uh, show the support. Check out for Kaimon. Get ready because dreams do come true. And get those D20s. Drop them and roll them. Keep rolling, everyone, because I got, I think, a 13. It's a 13. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is...